To episode 48, where Austin has just discovered that cats love laser pointers. Oh, no, I knew it, but this is what? hilarious. What a fucking <laughs> And now he refuses to give it up. So if you hear something running around on the floor... <laughs> it's the cat. It is my cat, Dick Grayson, running around, jumping off the He's so wall. upset right now because I stopped shining it. <laughs> I am your... Welcome to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 48. I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today, I have the full crew for once. Austin hasn't been here for like a month. Three weeks, yeah. Uh, I have Austin Smith and the man who handles more pussy than a North Korean butcher. This is correct. Mr. Drew Alderson. Thank I you guys. I on my business card. There. Thank you for both being here today. Yeah, speaking uh, of that, thanks for giving my number out. Yeah, that was. I, that's that's the next point of uh, <laughs> of attention I'd like to give. Thank you guys for you are amazing. Thank you for heeding my advice and texting Austin. It was a smashing success. I got woke up at four a.m. that Saturday night, and I'm like, "How is the podcast episode even up?" And then I got I've probably got 250 texts so far. I mean, like it's heartwarming knowing I have a fan base like this out there. But, or just a bunch of vengeful assholes who just want to make their life miserable. But. Uh, given given our listener base, I'd like to think they're very nice people, Drew, because we don't like to anger our viewer base, Drew. So okay. before we <laughs> before we get the train rolling, I want to make an announcement about the format. So as you guys know, uh, guys who have been listening for a long time, um, we've been busy lately with um, mainly wedding stuff and. Uh, that will soon be done. I have my honeymoon next weekend. So next weekend will be an episode where I have one of you guys on as a listener guest and we do a short episode and all that stuff. But anyways, um, besides that, even after that, we're going to switch to a new format where one week we do a short episode, which is just news and then uh, community. So we'll be doing that one week and then it'll alternate between short episodes and full episodes. On full episode weekends, we'll do everything. We'll do news, main topic, Drew Silver Age, Corner of Value, um, what we played, and a comic section, and all that stuff. So we will alternate between long episodes and short episodes. That's just to help me and all of us with time uh, issues. Um, I'm starting to do MMA again, and I've, I'm kind of cutting time across multiple things, and that's going to be the podcast is going to be one of them. But we definitely want to keep this train rolling. We all have fun with it. We're the number one most popular uh, HeroClix podcast. We have you guys to thank for that. And we want to keep providing you with a with a HeroClix podcast. So from now on, that will be the format. You'll get a long episode alternated with a short episode. I also will not be doing the Quarry podcast after uh, starting in July. So there will be somebody else on there with Dan and Edward. I may come on from time to time if they really need me, if they can't find somebody at a short notice. Uh, but um, for the most part, I won't be on the quarry and then uh, making some other changes. But that just helps us with time issues. It helps us still do the podcast, but uh, make slight adjustments so that you continue to get an episode every week and get your uh, weekly fix. 
of Drew, Austin, and Hunter. Let's get let's go into news, and there are a couple key things. Uh, first off, being that uh, for those who care, it's not exactly clicks related, but there will be Dungeons and Dragons uh, dice masters. Yep. Set. Um, no, like super details on how many you know cards or any of that, but. They've announced that there will be Dungeons and Dragons, so if you enjoy Dice Masters like we do, and we've talked about Dice Masters on the podcast, uh, that will be coming out. I'm personally wondering if they're going to do something different with this, because um, Dice Masters is, you know, it's fine as a two-player game, but wouldn't it be cooler if they could um, somehow incorporate like the actual feel of Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, into, I'm kind of uh, hoping they diversify it a little. I mean, like Marvel, DC keep the same, but I'm hoping for Yu-Gi-Oh and. Uh, um, well, even Yu-Gi-Oh could stay the same, but doing Dungeons and Dragons, I kind of hope they diversify it a bit. Um, but otherwise, I'm exci- I'm really excited for it actually because it sounds like fun. I love the properties. And then Copycat got errated. Uh, the original wording was uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'll just say the changes are necessary. They they they're ne- they're necessary mainly for scoring purposes. Um, so the changes are on placement. It, it they listed the part that explains placing. Um, so you you now will place uh, the character that if if I'm playing copycat and Austin is not, he will choose where copycat starts in his starting area, and I will choose where the person that I switch uh, will say uh, Xavier. I will choose where Xavier goes if I switch with Xavier, oh, and, and then on scoring. They changed the wording to where I only score Copycat and he only scores Xavier and vice versa. So because there was a there were some uh, uh, scoring issues, like I had an idea where I would pick the new Green Lantern pack map because it has like a little lava area. I would switch with Austin's Xavier. I would make that Xavier walk into the lava, and then in like three turns he kills himself, and I just scored an easy one hundred points. Yeah, and then I would shoot a copycat she missed a shape change now I get copycat back so now I just back so I just scored 100 easy points and I got my figure back now he's without 100 points so there were little tricks you could do like that they've they've fixed the wording where the scoring uh, is now proper and then the effect ends in a number of different ways now uh, they either when copycat fails a shape change when she used regen or when she is knocked out the effect ends but the effect does not end if the the switched figure uh, gets knocked out. So if Austin kills the Xavier that I stole, he still gets to keep my copycat. It doesn't go back to me automatically. So hopefully that helps some of you guys who have been playing with and against her. Um, uh, the, the biggest news we got this week was the Black Lanterns. And still no word yet on actually how you get them. But um, we, we, there are two bits that we should probably bring up that were figured out this week. Um, the lanterns themselves are not switch clicks. Um, <laughs> a couple people broke theirs thinking they were. Um, <laughs> Wasn't me this time. So we it. thank those brave souls for their sacrifice. Um, secondly, the black lantern power battery does not come attached to Necron. Necron has his own on the sculpt. But, but it's part of his alternate dial. It's not actually the power battery itself. So that is likely... I The really the estimation we have going right now is that the white and black ones will be bundled together, either as con-exclusive cells or something of the sort. 
we got the ring and battery powers for Black Lantern. The ring is a five to six, six point. Um, if they already have Black Lantern keywords, modify all except damage plus one. Otherwise, they get the keyword. They can use steel energy, and when an opposing character is KO'd, heal this character of one damage. Which is pretty good for only six and points. And it's not if it's not if they KO a right. It's it, not part of steel energy. It's not anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just if an opposing character dies, heal everyone who has that. That's ridiculous. Who currently ha- basically yeah. has a construct. Uh, that's also good because it it doesn't specify how the character gets KO'd. So even if they push themselves to death or something like that, or crit miss, yeah, that's so much It doesn't say it has to be by an attack. It just says it's KO'd. There's so many game effects that don't designate that. Then the trait from the battery, if you match all the colors up, is uh, when a friendly core member uses steel energy, as a result of damaging a higher point character, increase the healing by plus one. So they'll heal two if you damage a higher point character. Man, I can't wait to play that with zombies. Then we got some actual Black Lantern figures, and we'll take turns. And Necron. Alternating through these. Yeah, and Necron. Uh, let's let Austin start off with Necron. Let's not do too detailed, but... Because he's detailed. Basically, if you guys want to see these, go to newsarama.com. It's on the front page of, of the website, and you can look at all of these figures, and you can follow along with us, and you can read Necron and see all the goodness that he has to offer. I haven't had a good chance to actually it's see It's hard to even yeah, read the, it. The... I... And it's been one of my bigger complaints. I like Newsarama a lot. They give a lot of cool spoilers and but stuff for their other pictures. stuff. But their picture hosting system is so annoying. Um, right-click at copy image URL. Or copy image location, sorry. And then paste it in your URL bar. That should give you the full-scale version. Nope. Nope. That is the... yeah. That's the full-scale version. Okay, so from what we can see, there are how many point options? Just two point options. There's three. There's just a red and blue on there. Uh, yeah, it does look like he has two. He has options, two. He has two dot. He has two different dials. He has a colossal option, and uh, he has a. Oh, uh, he has two different three hundred point options. That's know. what it is. Okay, he's this guy's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's got an extra. Um, he's got an extra special like dial for power levels rising too, where he uh, can pick up extra powers and stuff. Um, we can't read it, of course. <laughs> we can't read what those powers are. We, what we, we should do is probably wait. Uh, go to Realms. Realms will have this up, actually. But will it be... The the question is, will it be in your better resolution? Well, not, I, the, not even the picture, just the text for it. Uh, so I we, tell you what, I will find uh, a better picture version of this, or the text only, and I will link it in the podcast description. I'll put the URL in there to somewhere where you guys can actually read this better. Because if you'd like to follow well, along. Yeah, because it's, it's really hard to read, and there's also a lot to cover. But basically, it has quintessence. It has three different uh, big dials. Then it has a, a, another smaller dial, and then it has a, as Austin said, a special dial called Power Levels Rising that has different letters A, B, C, D, E, and they each trigger different things. So I'll find a better. I will say that sculpt thing. is gorgeous. Sculpt is very nice. That's like proper action figure quality sculpt. And then Drew can kick us off with the Black Lantern Reanimate, which is basically the recruit. core member or recruit. Thirty-five points, and there's Nat in my way. Thirty-five points. He doesn't have anything special on his uh, dial in terms of abilities. He's got flight, which everyone in the set does. 
No wind down, no no range, nothing special, but he's got a sped he starts off with stealth, uh blades claws and shape change. Thirty five point blades with shape change right there is awesome. Pretty good. But then he rolls onto a special attack ability. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. That isn't it. He he's still <laughs> energy. When an opposing character is KO'd, you can heal him with one damage, so there you go. Cool. And, and then once he, again that that's well, I assume the death will be like that on all of them, won't it? He has a... I, I'm thinking. He has a cool trait, too. Yeah. You can use uh, the black... When a friendly character with the keyword, Black Lantern Core, chaos an opposing character with an attack, you may place a Black Lantern reanimate on click two in its square and add it to your force. So it's the new zombie. Except there's something worth noting here. That it's means better. if you're running the Black Lantern power battery, that'll still trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are the new zombies. They, I think, will be in Wave 2. You haven't seen any. I haven't They're seen They're not in this wave. Yeah, so they'll be in Wave 2. Uh, yeah, because Wave 1 has White Lanterns. Black Lantern, Abin Sur, who is 046A, so he's a rare. He is 109 points, 8 range, no flight. Pretty good trait. Opposing characters that did not begin the game on the map modify their values negative two when targeting by Avancer or being targeted by Avancer. So replacements, so alter egos, um, oh, promotions, uh, split merges, anything like that, or um, oh, begin the game. I was going to say stuff like Alyosha, but I think that Alyosha wouldn't count at the beginning of the game. Uh, Ultron drones. If you spent creating Ultron drones or Sentinels. Like, he reminds me of a Prime, kind of, where he has a mechanic that shuts down some stuff. Like yeah. That. He also has a good top dial. He has the 8 range with running shot and pulse wave. Uh, 10 attack on the pulse wave, 3 damage, without wit. And then he has a special defense power for his first half of his dial that gives him toughness. If an opposing character attacks Avancer and missed, he can use invulnerability instead. If in a it doesn't say this turn either. Yep. I just noticed that. So I guess as soon as somebody shoots at you and misses, you can use invul from now on uh, while you have this power Even showing. worse. If an opposing character has attacked Avancer and rolled a crit miss, he can use Impervious instead. <laughs> so that's pretty good for 109 points. Oh, yeah. I like that ability. Then uh, if you choose to push him off of his top click on um, Pulse Wave, he'll go to Running Shot Psychic Blast, also with a 10 attack, and then he changes his Outwit to Probability Control. Yeah. And then uh, next four clicks are all Stealth. Two with Psychic Blast and Prob. Two with Pulse Wave and Prob. So good This dial. guy gets my vote for probably what is going to be one of the best um, sealed pieces in the next sets. Because 109 points, he never doesn't have Penetrating. He's got one of the two support abilities, either Outwit or Prob. He's got, he starts with Running Shot. What's his range? Eight? Yep. Running Shot with eight range. Into Stealth. He has Pulse Wave on top click. Drops into Pulse Wave on bottom. He's just amazing. We got our man Aquaman up next. I don't even yeah, know if he's a man as much as a zombie, man. What? He is cute. This he sculpt is, is awesome. awesome. Uh, sadly, he doesn't have Justice League keyword. But, uh, oh, uh, our good friend and listener Jake pointed out something that's kind of cool. There's about, no Aquaman. Well, there's, there's no Mara. There's no Mara now in Modern, and they didn't put one in this set, which is kind of sucky because yeah. having Black Lantern on Aquaman. Maybe Mara will be in Flash. <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um... I'll do Aquaman real quick. He is an uncommon. He has two traits. Summon the undead sharks. Once per game, give him a power action to place up to four undead shark bystander tokens uh, as described on this card. 
the sharks have ten attack blades and a one attack mm. special damage. Oh god! At the end of your turn, KO this character if it doesn't occupy water. So Hunter, no one cool. told me we got zombie sharks in this set. Zombie sharks. Had I known that, I would have been super hyped. Like, four, I was already pretty hyped. Four zombie sharks. It's and for how many sweet. points? 129? Dude, I'm going to build a whole team of just this Aquaman. Each adjacent to a different opposing character within range, which is five. So you can put the sharks out next to each other instead of just next to Aquaman. Add two to your action total this turn. So that helps the sharks actually get some blades in. That wasn't me. Yeah, that was... And then a, he has a special uh, death trait. He can use steel energy when he when an opposing character is KO'd, heal, him, uh, heal Aquaman of one damage, and all clear squares within one square of the character that got KO'd are water terrain. That's so cool. So that helps with your shark. That's pretty cool. It's called a watery grave. I kind of said he didn't keep the Atlantean keyword, though. Just because, like, I feel like if you're going to be playing that... Him, yeah, that's, gonna be... that's very true. I mean, like, I, I understand the reasoning, because technically he's undead, so he's not really part of Atlantis anymore. But it makes it easier to build teams that revolve around water. He terrain. also has a beefy top click with oh, a hell yeah. charge, 10 attack, 4 damage, uh, shape change, and toughness. Then he also has the dolphin moving attack symbol. So pretty good dial, 4 clicks of charge. He picks up some blades and exploit mid-dial, and then he goes on to flurry. Remember, all the while he has traded steel energy. So, And anytime any opposing character's KO'd, not just him doing it, he'll also get to heal one. Not just that, you'll also get to place a black lantern and reanimate in that square. Yeah, so pretty fun piece. Uh, Austin, you want to talk about Lissa, who uh, I I did get, and I, I, I love the sculpt. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I saw this. Cult. She's it looks sexy. Gorgeous. Um, her trade is Book of Peril. Oh, well, I'll go to She's 91 points, no combat symbol, zero range. But her trait is she has Book of Parallax slash Book of the Black. It's worth noting she's one of those split figures where she's half Sinestro Core, half Black Lantern. Um, Lyra Drak can use probability control regardless of range and line of fire, but can only target opposing characters with it, and only they attack uh, a character with the keyword she possesses. Which, that alone, global prob control. Yep. Very, very nice. Um, is amazing. And the fact that Not it Not as amazing people. as you think, and I'll tell you why later. But continue. Um, fear sharp as a knife. She can use perplex, but only to decrease combat values. When she does friendly characters, targeting the character with an attack this turn can use precision strike. Nice, nice. Targeting that character with an attack. And then she has barrier, too. Yeah. And so uh, her, her uh, dial goes sidestep, special attack, power barrier on top click. Onto, is that energy shield? Yep. Uh, a little bit of sidestep, special power energy shield, then into steel energy exploit down dial. Um, I like her particularly for constructed, where we're going to be having the ability to give people Sinestro Core and Black Lantern Core. Like, that's huge. Yeah, pretty solid piece. Not amazing, but pretty solid for the points. At the very least, pretty damn cool. Drewster. Hi, that's me. Want to cover old Firestorm here? Yes, I do, as this is uh, one of my... Def- I definitely want this piece. Uh, so, Firestorm has a trait. He, uh, If he has KO'd an opposing character, 75 more points in this game, which that's a lot of people in this set. So, keep that in mind. He can use that wit, which is very handy because that would be... that. This is actually way more sparse in the set than you'd think. Um, uh, he, top dial, he has a running shot, energy... Energy explosion, as you know, a lot of firestorms do. Uh, ESD and uh, special damage ability, death empowering. 
Uh, you can use steel energy and close and range combat attacks with Ooh. close and range combat attacks. Very nice. Which is very good. When an opposing character is KO'd, heal him of one damage. If Fire Storm is healed in either way this turn, he can use Perp and Prob until your next turn. Damn. Hey, Hunter, remember when we were talking about that team I played with that Black Witch that I gave steel energy on range? And how energy explosion steel energy is one of the most broken combos possible? Mm. Yeah. This guy has it built in, which is nuts, and he heals if they die. He only has one bolt, but that's still a, a good freaking power to have. Yeah, later down his dial, he picks up Pulse Wave, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. And Running Shot Stealth. Yep, and he gets special Running Shot Stealth. He is 140 points, which, I mean... For hundred, No, I mean, yeah, it's expensive. But what you get is nice. But what you're getting for points well, is pretty good. You know what else is cute? We're not really thinking of. Yeah. Running shot pulse wave with yep. steel energy on yeah. the right ra- oh, pulse wave. Yeah. So as many people this, as you pulse wave, you're This is why I said this is nuts. Yeah. Um, he, my biggest fears are A, he's not going to be that good in sealed. This set is very temple heavy. Um, so his steel energy, while steel energy from range combat attacks is nuts, um, he's. Not going to be as effective and sealed as he is in bigger point games when he energy explodes and heals all the way back up or pulse waves mm-hmm. and heals the, all the way back up. So I like him though. I really wish he had. Oh, he's great. Keyword. Well, you know, you, this set is weird. Yeah, uh, the zombie firestorm. I guess wasn't a member of the Justice League. Gallius Zed has one of the coolest sculpts of this whole set. Yes, he is. He is a super rare, sadly, and he has two traits as well. He can use Steel Energy when an opposing character is KO'd, heal him of one damage. He begins the game on click number three, and he can use this trait to heal past his starting click. His other trait is very good. When an opposing character rolls for leadership, shape change, or super senses, and rolls a one through four, he gets plus one combat values until the end of your next turn. If that character has the Green Lantern Corps keyword, modify that character's values negative one until your next turn. And he already has very good values, especially if you can heal him up to top click, because he already has a 19 impervious. 12 attack, 5 exploit damage, exploit weakness. So yeah. getting a plus 1, having a 13, 26 is going to be ridiculous. Uh, he only costs 150 points. I love how he only has one damage ability, and that is exploit yeah, fucking Yeah, he weakness. has full dial exploit weakness. Charge for the first 4 clicks. It's going to be easy to heal him off top. Because he has charge, 11 attack, and 4 damage exploit. So you're going to easily get your damage through. He gets blades mid-dial, picks up stealth late-dial. I really like it. 150 is a lot, but he he should be easy to get up to his top clicks. And then he has a couple really cool traits. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be so great in sealed, but he will be very good in... Well, you know what else is cool is his... Uh, you know, every time an opposing character gets KO'd, um, he heals, yeah. and he doesn't he have to be. Oh the one. yeah! So you could send your guys out. You know, yeah. get rush down somebody, get a get a click in, and he can heal up to top click without even touching this anybody. Is true. And then Austin, you want to cover the no, Spectre? No, I want to cover. The okay, I'll let Drew cover the Spectre. This is this is my piece. This and Swamp Thing are the, like. Um, about Swamp Thing. I haven't gotten him yet. I can't wait to get hold of that thing. Oh, gosh, he's so sweet. Uh, okay, he has a special uh, trait that's soul-collecting. He used steel energy with close-range combat attacks, a la Firestorm. 
When uh, an opposing character is KO'd, heal him of one damage. And if Spectre KO'd with an attack, choose a standard power from that character's card. Spectre can use that power for the rest of the Holy game. Holy shit snacks. Yep. <laughs> choose a standard power from their card. This is a trait, too. Can use that power for the rest of it the game. It doesn't have to be their... <laughs> this guy's so good. He also has Quintessence. He has Quintessence. He's really expensive, as Spectre should be, 225 points. He's also in very good shape, might I add. He is. Look at those abs. Jesus Christ. Look at those dynamite areolas. Uh, those are some fucking abs. <laughs> uh, he starts off with a sidestep special attack ability. He used Pulse Wave. When he doesn't target one more character, damage dealt to characters not on their starting click is increased by one. Cool. So you Pulse Wave the first time, then you Pulse Wave again, they take three. And you heal for each one yeah. since he heals from ranged attacks. Yeah. Dick. Fucking nuts. Uh, he rolls on. He he rolls on to outwit. Some he rolls on to toughness too. Prop get some outwit later. Uh, uh, psychic outwit. blast. Psychic blast is what I meant to say. He's he's giant sized. He's awesome. I'm digging him. Except I mean, for giant size, I'm digging him. Let's yeah. just bring up the fact that we have a modern specter now. Yeah, like it's the been last specter that you can been... that you can fit on a the team. last specter was crisis. Yep. Yep. All right, so I'm happy. Man, I love As this a zombie set. player, this set, or this Black Lantern, these spoilers are just nuts. Like, I love the set. Yeah. So uh, they also, uh, Heroclix, you can follow, <laughs> this is hilarious. you can follow the rest of our news on Heroclix.com, but they basically made an announcement to say that, hey, we didn't put numbers on the Lantern resources, because <laughs> we didn't think about it, basically. So uh, they have diagrams. Oh, God. They have diagrams that will show you which slots are numbered what. Um, I'm not going to sit here and explain it. Just know that if you're going to be playing this thing, you should go to HeroClicks.com, click on the uh, link that says War of the Light Lantern Power Batteries Update, and look at the diagrams and figure out which slot numbers are which. Also, you should know it's not what you expect it to be set up. Basically, I would say look at the uh, little set number it's the, the yeah. set symbol oh it's from the, that's number six and then just go backwards uh counterclockwise around and that'll be six five four three two one Liz kids but it's similar to the bat belt as far as the slots and the numbers yeah, it's pretty i mean it only matters for one power but yeah you should know yeah and then uh whiz kids event system is getting redone i know that's probably a welcome announcement from a lot of people uh, i don't use it myself anymore because it messes up so often but i know our friend phil who's another judge and is often on the show always has trouble out of it yeah. they're aware that it that it is messed up they're working on it they have a new beta and this should be launching very very soon and big then one. the big announcement big which one. which this will lead us into our main topic today is that the set rotation for modern age to golden age has now been announced it will not take official effect until july 1st so Origins, which is going on right now as we speak, uh, will be using the current uh, modern. You know, sets will be mo- everything that's modern right now will still stay modern for Origins. But for Gen Con, these will be the official changes to and Modern this Age. This is a very big surprise, actually. I am so happy. So with everything this. that is now Silver Age starting July first is Superman and the Fast Forces, Incredible Hulk and the Fast Forces, Galactic Guardians and Fast Forces. Chaos War and Fast Forces. That's the big one. Infinity Gauntlet, including so the resource and all the figures. Uh, the Avengers movie set. 
Dark Knight Rises. It's very sad. That's my favorite set of all time. That set's so good. Justice League New 52, sadly. Gosh. The And then the uh, Fast Forces for Giant Size X-Men and War of the Light, which had barely bypassed the last one. Yeah, they, are, yeah. they are now out of there, too. So, yeah, big... I Honestly, I thought they would maybe get rid of Chaos War. That would be, like, the last one they would take. No, they took New 52 and... Uh, that yeah, they took New Fifty Two with along with it. So yeah, on time if you check like the time matchups, like Chaos War, if you if they went with the same pattern they went with last time was gone. Um, I thought maybe they cut out Fifty Two, but I wasn't sure. I honestly like I was kind of hoping they'd go all the way up to the M Ten D Ten, which was a month after that. Uh, but that's just because I want to see M Ten Iron Man out for a bit. M Ten Iron Man keeps losing his luster though. I know. So I'm not too worried about him. But that news leads us into our main topic. So we're having a retirement party today. This is the Hall of Fame, if you will. We have the... The Over the Hill Party. What we did was we went into those sets that we just announced and found the top 25 figures that we feel are the most pertinent, the ones that are going to have a lasting effect on the meta, that are actually important ones to note, that have now moved from Modern Age to Silver Age... Um, I honestly was just going to start with 20, and then as I was going, th- as we were all going through the, these sets on chat and discussing it, we just I had to bump it up to 25, and then I was like, "Crap! There's like tons of really good figures in these sets that are now uh, that are now no longer modern age legal." So what we will do is take turns going through these figures, and we're going to do the top 25, and then maybe a couple honorable mentions. So what we'll do is announce the name of the figure. Do a brief one or two sentence uh, statement on why this is important to the metagame and and uh, you know why the figure is so good. Let's let Austin kick us off with the obvious Scarlet Witch from Chaos War. Halla freaking Luya. Says the guy who's played her more than anybody else in the room. Because like, like if you play a mystical team, you're like shoehorned into having to play her. There is yeah, if there's... I'm playing mystical, I play Enchantress. If I'm playing Avengers though, you gotta go with Scarlet there's... Witch. This, she's she's the poster girl of the meta. Yeah, I mean, like, when we first started, it was a really big deal because Chaos War had just come out, and I remember a bunch of people had bought, like, Ricky bought the Fast Forces and had no idea what he had, and then a few months later we are looking at $35 for the fr- one freaking figure in the Fast Forces, and they're sold out everywhere. It's just nuts. Yeah. Um, she's so good. I mean, TK per, uh, if you pay her at 75 points, play her at 75 points, Mystics, TK, Perp, and Prob. If you play her at 50, which is what everyone usually does and throws her on teams as filler, Perp, Prob, Barrier for 50 points and Mystics. I mean, that's just ridiculous. She is the cover of my new (laughs) Silver Age value corner. Um, (laughs) This is true. The other side, the side that I slightly prefer over Scarlet Witch, is the 50-point Enchantress. Sadly, Justice League New 52 is now Silver Age. Which is one of my favorites. So they just took out the two best support, mystical keyword support pieces, which are Enchantress and Scarlet Witch. As of late, ever since two Gen Cons ago, uh, Enchantress has seen much more meta play than Scarlet Witch has. And that would be because instead of Perplex, she has TK. She also has two more range, and she has two bolts. And she has better attack value. She has a 10 attack and a 3 damage with a prop control. So she has an 8 range prop control. 
and she's just a and she also is a better secondary attacker and harder to hit because she has super. Senses. I mean, I've talked on the podcast before. There were there's events I've played her with a belt and gotten amazing attack values out of her for fifty points. So sadly, she is gone as well. Drew, you want to talk about uh, Fast Forces Justice League Fifty Two Wonder Woman and why she's important? She's fucking dumb. That's why she's important. <laughs> All right, this broad. I remember playing against her the first time. <laughs> she. She has, like, one of the dumbest traits I think I've ever seen. After she's been carried, she can be given a non-free action if she's not already been given one this turn. And why this might not seem as good these days, when I first heard about it, it was the dumbest thing. Because vehicles had just come out, yep. and they could carry fully across yep. the map. And Barda. And Barda. And, Barda. and Void. And, and Void. you could slap utility belt on this one room, and she was much better. This is Ricky's fucking piece, basically, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, everybody played the crap out of this piece. She's super good. Um, basically, yeah, the trait is what Heroclix originally was, and then everybody realized this is a little bit too good, being yeah. able to carry, do stuff after you get carried. So, it's sad to see her go. She's a good piece. She was important to Justice League uh, teams. Yep. But oh, she well. is gone. Rest in peace. Okay. And then, Drew, you can move us right into Donald Blake. Donald Blake. This is the one piece I the Austin, Also in the Austin Smith Hall of Fame. I wanted to bake... No, I don't play Donald Blake. I've played Donald a lot. I wanted to Austin, bake a cake. Austin, we know. Austin, come on. I was so happy this time. Austin, let's be honest. Let's be honest, this piece is retarded. Austin, this is the end of an era. You <laughs> can admit so that you've played a shit ton of Donald I never, Blake. I've played him like twice. Uh, Austin... <laughs> Come on. I'm not admitting squat. You, you can't make me admit Blake twice. Donald Blake is stupid, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> he's Donald Blake. He's 33 points, and he's the best support piece in the fucking game. He has 11 attack, because some asshole at WizKids was like, well, what, where are we going to get the support piece? Uh, 11 attack. Why? Understand. Because why? they don't love us. That's why, Drew. They and, by us. the way, if you have under... Three damage, and you hit him, and you're like, "Oh, he's gonna be dead, right?" No, he's gonna alter ego into Thor, and then you know, plow your butthole into <laughs> the new era. Get ready. On that note, Austin, Sharon Carter. Oh yeah, this is one I will admit I've played the living shit out of. Um, Sharon Carter is easily yeah, one of but Don. I haven't played that much Donald Blake. Drew. I don't know where the hell you're getting this from. <laughs> You're lucky we don't have proof. But He's I, just messing with You can go back and listen to the episode swear. and count now. Yeah, just go count. Ugly There's Donald a, Blake this week along with Donald Blake and Sherry There's a Carter. challenge to the listeners. I want them to go back through and listen and find how many times I played Donald Blake. I don't really care. I'm just kidding. Do not waste your life doing that. Seriously. No, do it. We need the hits. No, don't. We do not need 45 that. 45 Sharon Carter is one of the best pieces like ever made to me. Like, She's freaking... She's got shield 5 range... 17 willpower, and she pushes straight onto Perplex. But her amazing... The amazing factor to her is her trait. But, uh, why would you push her when she's got willpower, Austin? Because you can choose to ignore willpower. But, so uh, Austin, why would you why would you push her when she's got willpower? Because she has Perplex. Austin, you're not getting what I'm saying. I'm saying, uh, why would you push her when she has willpower? To get her to Perplex. I know, I'm just fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, herself and adjacent friendly characters with the Avengers keyword can use stealth. Oh gee, what was Chaos War chock full of that were ridiculous, Hunter? Avengers. Yeah. What have we gotten a ton of since then, of course, per usual, that are ridiculous? Batman Avengers. figures. Oh. Batman figures. <laughs> so, this, when Sharon Carter first hit, there wasn't improved targeting. There weren't very many figures who could see through stealth. 
Avengers movies that gave us a bunch, but none of them were really that great. There was an electricity, so you couldn't even see the pieces to begin with. How are you even playing? Yeah, exactly. Um, but she was a monster of the meta back then. Um, she's died down a little bit in you. She's still really good, like must-have on most Avengers teams. She's more of a... Um, um, she's... Douchebag piece. No, I'm kidding. Uh, she's more well, of a local meta piece. She's like... Uh, well, she still sees play on yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. teams. She, um, that's what good. I was going to say, S.H.I.E.L.D. teams, but S.H.I.E.L.D. teams are... Um, I want to throw in... Oh, boy. Guardians of the Galaxy, or Galactic Guardians, 206 Doctor Strange at 75 points. This guy is nuts. Um, he is more of a local meta piece. But he still... But he really brings a cool dynamic to the to the game because uh, he can carry, he has the defender's team ability, and he has a great defensive power. Uh, and perplex as well. Yep. Uh, his defense power is he and adjacent friendly characters can use energy shield. And there's a lot of different things you can do with that. You can play him with other defenders and wild cards and do a big defend ball trick and give everybody energy shield. And you can perplex their defense up again. Um, or you can play him with a colossal and give a colossal, you know, permanent energy shield all the time. On top of a twenty defense, you can play him with swarm teams and you know buff, you know, keep your swarm team safe. So having the special defense power plus having carry and having perplex for only seventy five points is worth it. Then he also can attack back because he gets prob and psychic blast mid dial, and then he gets end cap and support. His fifth and sixth clicks. He's just a really good overall piece. Yep. He's got the Midnight Suns too. Doesn't that give stealth? Uh, the ATA does, yeah. So if you need stealth, you can pay extra. Uh, what's 10, 10 points a thing? Yeah. So, but yeah. I invite you try to range attack this guy. And yeah, he's got energy shield and defend anyway. So. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Um, on that note, though, I do want to bring up. I want to call the next piece Astral Doctor Strange. Um, he's right now. He's Big Mystic's filler. He gives you bonuses to map oh, rolls. The thing he, the thing that's real big about him going away is Telus. Yeah. Yep. But then again, Telus got nerfed anyway. Yeah. Sure. But, but yeah. he's only thirteen points. So even if you didn't use any of his powers or anything like that, he's thirteen point filler that gives you an extra one to your map roll. Smoke cloud. And yeah, and he's got and s- prevents people from making ranged attacks. That's the key thing. Oh yeah. I mean, like he—he he was great. I'm—I'm I'm, like really shocked. Like it's going to be weird seeing how Mystic's teams kind of fill in now. Uh, I'll do uh, this one, and then we'll let Drew cover the next big dude, um, Ant Man, who is a piece I've played a lot. This is the hockey puck Ant Man. He came. He's in Chaos oh, Four. Four new hockey puck Despotellus. His but, number, yeah. His number is one seventy three, and he was with the Giant Man in the Super Booster. He has uh. A 20 defense. That's the only reason you play this cat. But... 75 points, 20 defense, and and uh, tiny size. size. So what you do... He also has really good morphs. If After he gets hit, you can morph him into more useful Giant Man or uh, Hank Pym. But there's tricks you can do with him. The newest one being Phoenix Force. Um, I talked about it. A lot of people did it. Um, you would you know, put a certain click... Started a certain click on the Phoenix Force. If you set it up right... He would have invulnerable from the shard and a twenty defend to share with all of your teammates. Yep. And then you pair him up with that gar- with that Doctor Just- Strange for seventy five points, and now they all have a twenty defense plus energy shield. So there's there's defensive tricks you can play with this guy. Yep. He's gonna be he's key to speak about for the changes because he 
he really is the main contributor to that to a specific style of team build, the defensive team build. You with this guy gone and with Doctor Strange gone, I don't know what you do. I don't think defense balls. Are I don't think anymore. defense balls They're are not. are legit anymore. And then Drew, hi. Talk hi. about this heavy hitter. Okay, oh if you go back and you think, well, how many times have I been fucked over by a piece? Hawkeye is at the top of my list because he is nuts. So he's 98 points and he starts off top click with 9 range, 3 bolts, running shot stealth, willpower, leadership, sharpshooter, a 12 attack. Triple bolt. I mentioned that. That's nuts. And he's a wild card. And he's a wild card. And as if he didn't have enough flexibility with a wild card, he also has thunderbolts. Yep. So, you need to see through stealth? Oh, uh, I'll choose an Avengers Initiative. Oh, uh, you, uh, you're probably not, you you don't have any stealth? Well, I guess I'll just choose Mystic. So, if you want to come and hit me, you're going to have to take yeah. a penalty to do so. Oh, uh, you just take well, an extra attack with Ultimate X. Oh, or whatever. I have Willpower, and I'm sitting back here busting you with a 12 attack, 3 damage. Let's throw an enhancement on my team. Let's give me Masters of Evil team ability, and every turn I'm just going to be blasting the shit out. Your entire team has energy shield? Oh, I'll take Outsiders, and then you don't. Can't well, it's DC. DC. Oh, is yes. it DC? Oh, my God. He'd be so stupid Okay, with I, was, I was just... I, is Thunderbolts Marvel only? Yeah. Okay. I thought you could choose any in the game. I saw a lot of people pick scrolls on him. But, yeah. Running Shot Stealth, man. And then he rolls on the energy explosion, and if you fuck with him enough... <laughs> yeah, not only energy explosion, triple. all the people who get hit, yeah, triple oh. bolt, and, and then ev- everybody that gets hit takes tokens. He's too. so stupid. Man, he's so stupid. He was so good. He's Man, so I am so happy. He was the when I think of Chaos War rotating and the one piece that defines it. This is not it. This, but... is, this is the one that I think of. <laughs> no, I right. mean like him being gone's huge. Austin's gonna cover the next one because I want to cover the one after that. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Major Glenn Talbot. Major Glenn Talbot's a piece that I have played personally against a ton. He's from the OP kit for Incredible Hulk. Um, he's a very big linchpin for Soldier Team. Oh, so yeah, so it's him a- being gone is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 33 points. He's got Soldier and Hulkbuster. Um, he's got Enhancement, Mastermind, and Shield Team Ability, 5 range. That's it. But for 33 points, you're looking at Shield, Enhancement, Mastermind. You're looking at giving somebody a plus 1 range and plus 2 damage from range with yep. Enhancement plus Shield. Off or, of 1 piece. Yeah. Uh, just for 33 He's points. He's got a replacement now in War of the Light who's like 45 points more, but like... Yeah. But the Soldier keyword is what's key. Yeah. Soldier teams take a big hit losing this guy. Yeah. Because they really need Enhancement because everybody's range. Rest in peace, Glenn Talbot. There's another generic that takes some hits. We're going to get to here in a few. Next one. Gamma Bomb. Oh. Gamma Bomb, baby. Oh, I'm so sad. Yeah. The Gamma Bomb is gone. I'm so happy. Are you guys going to bake a cake for this one? Now Austin, now Austin can only play this in Silver Age events. He can no longer play it in Modern. Only in every Silver Age event, we will make sure... It's noted you can't play Gamma Bomb. No special objects. No special objects. So, a lot of I've said this before, I think, on the podcast, but everybody likes to complain about how Borked... Uh, resources are and oh it's only three <laughs> points to put on a hammer that's so stupid for five for the points for what you get for five points I think the Gamma Bomb is just as broken if not more broken than resources I agree because it, it affects the game instantly and quicker than any other thing on the in the game honestly unless you have some kind of unless you are lucky enough to play Gambit in that match 
or somebody who can remove objects and you know or Nick Fury or, or if you somehow hit a six. Remember yeah. how the meta was Gamma Bomb Hawkeye for a while? Yeah, well, no. it still was up until a few until a little bit ago. In events that are non resources, it still is. You know, to this day, um, I was watching a tournament. It was basically the uh, nationals for. Uh, it was one of the countries in Argentina. South America, Argentina, and it was no resources. And the top teams were Gamma Bomb and range yep. teams. I mean, <laughs> the Gamma Bomb is a huge deal, it, and this thing being gone is a big deal for the meta for non And I never teams. have to deal with it again. And see, and even then, the other reason I liked it was it was a good anti-stealth. It kept people with stealth teams from shutting down a range team entirely because it made them come to you, which is what you want. You want to force them into a kill box. Next up, the Man of Moles. He is going to be missed. I'm shocked you didn't want to take this one, Hunter, so you could I, for 45 minutes. I do love Mole Man. I'm very sad to see him go. We did get an okay replacement Deadpool. Um, I love the character. I'm a big Fantastic Four fan, but I also like Monster Teams, as a lot of people do. And he is the key linchpin in Monster mm-hmm. Teams. Monster Teams take a huge hit, but the main reason, honestly, he could be... If we're talking about just effects on the meta, he could have been number one on this list. Just because with him going into Silver Shuma's Age, out. Shuma is now null and void. Nobody will ever get super far with Shuma again. Rest in peace, once. Shuma. So, I hope Shuma... We say that we're going to eat crow now. No, there's no... How? No, I don't know. A, a 200-point, eight-click-long piece is going to get shit-blasted without getting extra attacks from Prove us wrong, listeners! Today, at Origins, there are probably going to be a lot of Momans and Shumas, and this will be the last In major Gen-Con, event. there won't be yeah, there's no I got to play the team once. It was a ton of fun. It's stupid good. Well, Bizarro, Mole Man, Shuma just got second in the last I know, block. I saw that. I was yeah. like... We it. talked about it on the on the quarry, and I was like, Drew just played this, like, yesterday. <laughs> I was like, it's freaking good, let me yeah. tell you. Especially with Electro Blast Ring. But, yeah. yeah, sad to see him go, but uh, I, th- this is... We knew he was going, because Galactic Guardians was one of the sets that we definitely knew would be gone. Uh, who wants to talk about me, the next one? I'll All right. talk about it. Okay, if there's one thing that has, like... Define the era. Define the era. If we're making a statue that describes the, you know, the previous that section. That one, like, 12 months of Heroclix. Yep. The Infinity... Of, of Gen Con 2012. Yep. Every team had Gauntlet Infinity except Gauntlet. one, I think. Yep. 15 out of 16. They're going to erect a statue of the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, erect. Erect. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what a kid. Anyway. <laughs> this thing, like, it's not good now. No one, no one, I mean, it's... Very rarely. It's expensive compared to everything else. It's very random. It gives you, it's, I mean... I don't know, I just got shit blasted by it last week. <laughs> yeah. It play, It still plays very good with specific pieces, yeah. but it's just... But it, yeah, it's not a Power creep in. has made it the worst of the resources, and it's sadly the first resource to retire. I do want to say... And don't miss it. The Infinity Gauntlet. I almost say the Bat Belt's worse now. No, no. Bat no, Bat Belt's better. Bat Belt's, better. Still use it? Bat Belt's good, you just have to be an intelligent Okay, so... Let's, oh, well, then I'm out. Let's... <laughs> I'm saving you the insult. Yeah, this... I mean, eventually down the line you get a bunch of stuff, but like... Yeah, Bat Belt still sees... Bat Belt's uh, really meta wise. The first Wizard rotating resource. Theory. This is a historical moment. Like, like I told people who said the Bat Belt was bad, I was like, you get 14 points. 
Get willpower and you can outwit team abilities. How? And you can change things to match the matchups. Anyways, we're getting off topic on Batbill. But we'll yeah, wait till next year when we have Batbill. Yeah, next year Batbill will definitely be gone. But for now, Infinity Gauntlet, first resource to ever retire. Yep, miss you. Uh, aim agent. Oh, can I? Keeper. So I have a song about this guy, so I should probably yeah. talk about. It. Yeah, we'll aim agent making a difference. Remember? No, <laughs> I do remember. That was great. <laughs> Hunter must have repressed the horrible memories. These guys are key. Yep. Uh, he's Hydra and AIM will never be the same. 38 points, perplex, Hydra, if a friendly that's kick. It. Yeah, that's it. 38 points, Hydra and perplex. And for go. scientist teams, which for that era of Heroclix was a pretty oh, pretty yeah. big um Also, uh, shout team. out to AIM Renegade, who was also really good. Yep. He, he, he is honorable mention, the Aim Renegade as well. Um, George, was it George? Uh, somebody in, in 2012, uh, Gen Con, I remember in like the top three was an Aim Agent and Aim Renegade. With, yeah, because with we were cheering Radic- about that. I think it was with Eradicator. Yeah, because we were cheering about that. They were like, woo, and Gauntlet. So, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see who was next, so I'll let you continue talking about Aim I Agent. Say, no, go ahead. Yeah, you can cover the next one. I know you I, want to. I was going to say with rotations, though, it's going to be interesting to see how Hydra and AIM teams kick back, or AIM teams particularly. Oh, they, AIM teams are dead. Yeah, MODOK's say, already gone. Yeah, MODOK's yeah. gone, but I mean, like, but, I'm wondering if we're going to see anything. Yeah. Like, if we weren't going to get a cap set before, like this year, we're definitely going to see one next year, I think. Because a lot of the cap stuff's out. I, I think... Well, it depends on the topic of the next Cap movie, what the main yeah. subject is. But if it's Hydra at all, they need to throw a lot of Hydra stuff in this set. Yeah. But next we'll up is Drew's man, Johnny C. Johnny C. Bleach blonde. Got a lot of cancer. He's a smoker, so he's cool. <laughs> he got the black lung power. I like how you're insulting my favorite character when your favorite character's a drunk. Anyway. <laughs> Both of your favorite characters are drunks. I know. <laughs> He's terrible. What's your favorite character, Hunter? Hellboy. He's a demon. How is that not any better He's than a drunk? He's not a demon. <laughs> He's the son of Satan. <laughs> so I want to guess what's evil in here. An alcoholic, a smoker, He's basically the son of Satan. Well, I mean, technically, technically there's no official origin, but he's basically the grandson of Satan. But anyways. Yeah, anyway. Well, we all have our problems. John Constantine is my favorite character ever, and you probably know this. But he's not my favorite piece ever because he's a dick. <laughs> it's completely and totally accurate how accurate yeah. this piece is to John Constantine because he's a total dick. <laughs> he's got, for 59 points, he's a wild card. He has mystics. Other characters can't use prob. But he himself can use prob. That's right. He can use prob because he's a dick. <laughs> and then if you're not worried about the prop, he has a great secondary power yep. if you push him onto it. He gets outwit and perplex. So, he's useful his entire dial. Two great keywords. I do have a question though. He gets As regen. a wild card, what would you what would you usually wild card on him? Like if you could pick any team ability. Shield. Uh, uh, shield. if you're Shield's playing him ability. on a if you're playing him on a Justice League team ability, since he's a cheap support piece, you could move him around. That's all he does is move around anyways. Yep. You could move him for free without yeah. taking away your I extra total. I used him with Hydra in my meditation. Plus he has willpower so you can shield twice. Mm-hmm. Before oh, clearing. So. And back in the day, um, before... Because uh, remember, he came out whenever... If if I had John Constantine and you had Batman and your yeah. Batman shoots, I couldn't problem because I stealth would block yeah. on your turn. You could copy Superman ally That's on the Justice League team, and he could prop through the stealth. Whereas back then, no nobody could do that. 
But yeah, there's there's still some good ones. I love Johnny. Mystics C. is losing another core piece here. Yep, mystical and well, mainly Justice League oh, yeah. because mainly Justice Justice League, League doesn't have cheap. They lost all support. the jail dark. You know what else they lost? Honorable mention, by the way. But I'll go ahead and mention them Dead now Man. since you're on topic. Uh, Dead Man is one of the honorable mentions. Uh, Justice League's losing. The second one is Shade. Shade, uh, Shade, really Shade and huge. John Constantine are the two Justice League support pieces, and now they have no real good Justice League. Uh, sad we didn't get more Shade in the comic. Um, I'll talk about my man. This is Hunter's guy. Oh God! This when is this, is this when, hurt? This is, I, he's my, he is my favorite hero. Clicks individual piece. He's my favorite piece. Does this one hurt? When I said it another generic bad. keyword's taking a hit here, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. And who is it, Hunter? Had I Lieutenant Gordon, Dark Knight Rises. Had I played uh, in Worlds last year, I was going to run a Lieutenant Gordon team, even though at that point nobody, everybody was pl- on that Ghost Rider. I would not have won. But I would have played my main man. But I would have kicked some ass. Lieutenant Gordon. I did get second place in the big tournament with him at Gen Con. It yeah. lost a squeaker to that freaking Trendsend team base. But uh, the the key linchpin in all three of his keyword teams, Gotham City, Detective, and Police, you could not, you should never play one of the three without, without him. playing him. For 68 points, he's a, he's a perfect, he's a support piece that's not your standard support piece. He has police. He has leadership, and then he has a special amazing attack power. Mm-hmm. You give him a power action, and immediately give him and up to two adjacent friendlies who possess a team ability or keyword that he possesses a move action as a free action, replacing all of their speed values with him. So, before Arata's, people came up with good teams with cop cars that would get free free runovers with yeah. him. That's when he was at his peak. This guy and pre-Arata cop cars were actually legit meta strategies. He's good with were Lex very Luthor good. Um, he was a, yeah. He's key for Lex Luthor. Um, well, no, no, no. He he couldn't do Lex Luthor because uh, Lex didn't possess the team ability. Oh, that's team. right, that's right. Sorry, I'm thinking um, of uh, there was the somebody else. ATA. There is somebody who has a good movement power that he comboed with. I can't think of off the top of my head, um, but. Very good keywords, very amazingly fun piece. He also gets perplexed late dial, but having the police, having leadership, and moving people around, um, I, he will be dearly missed. Yep. Austin, you want to talk about the first Colossal to make our list? Uh, yeah. And a guy who actually, one of the very few Colossals in history that made meta runs in legit majors. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Galactus. Yep. Um, this guy's been a monster at 300 points for a while now. Um, we've seen him a lot here in the local meta. There's a couple guys that throw him out whenever we have Colossal He's alive. more broken even now with the energy explosion rules. Um, like, yeah. Um, he, was bad. he was bad enough paired with, like, um, resources or anything like that. But then uh, when you throw out things like the rings and all that stuff now, he's become ridiculous. Um, I Did you say he made it in tournaments? Yeah, because I actually back, didn't know that back when Chaos War was around that time before resources, uh, three hundred point Galactus was a legit strategy. One of the very few tent poles. He has Mystics. He has ten clicks. You mean besides Centroid, you cannot exploit weakness him. And uh, yeah, besides Century Void, and uh, you cannot exploit weakness him. And he has energy explosion with triple bolts, power cosmic, so you can't outwit him, you can't exploit him. If you don't have psychic blast on your team, you're not getting through this nineteen impervious. Oh yeah. You're yeah. just not. And you're taking mystics, so you're you're take you're hitting me for one or two after the impervious and you're taking mystics each time. 
He has he never goes below an eleven attack. He never goes below a three damage with perplex. So really a four. Um, Twelve range triple bolt. One of the very few resources or uh, uh, one man armies that made it good in uh, in the meta. And another colossal. While we're on the subject, colossal is two hundred point master mold. He also even more recently than Galactus has made some decent showings for two hundred points. He can multi attack. For only 200 points, again, multi-attack is very good. He cannot be psychic blasted, mind-controlled, or perplexed. And he has an awesome, awesome trait. Retribution virus. Mark each character that caused Master Mold to take two or more damage from a single attack. At the beginning of your next turn, he deals one pin, one pin train damage to the marked characters and each other opposing character adjacent to them. Then you remove the mark. And you can only deal care, each so character more. So you mark three characters that are adjacent to each other. So you basically take mystics and potentially splash the mystics onto your other nearby friendly guys. Um, other than that, that's the main thing people play and what they what a lot of people would do. When I saw him place good, it was him and then the ninety point Ultron that would give you a theme team with robot, and then you could throw out drones and then have the drones flood the field while he uses his ten range and range combat expert and and sits back and does his thing and and then if you go after him then you're going to get virus tokens so he was a very good 200 point multi-attack you'll never hardly ever see because even century void has uh, 300 points for multi-attack oh no <laughs> um another man who made great strides in the meta yeah in fact in the 2012 um uh well in the 2011 Gen Con, I believe he won or was in a lot of the top teams. And then in the 2012, um, I saw him in, I think, the top four. And that is both 300 and 150 point uh, Supermans. The main common 001 Superman. Yep. Such a good dial, particularly at 150. You're paying for the top dial, but god dang it, is it a good top dial. 150 points gives you a top dial of 9 hypersonic, 11 super strength. Uh, 17 impervious and 4 damage outwit. 8 range outwit. With 8 range and the Superman ally team ability. He was very nuts, especially when Gauntlet first came out. He was one of the best Gauntlet targets. Because even if they did hit you and they didn't kill you, you could use that steel energy to heal him back up to that amazing top click. He's easily the best. In last year's modern, he's easily the best Superman, hands down. Oh, there's no there's doubt. There's no doubt. Yeah. He also had a Scientist, which again, I mentioned earlier, was a was a very core keyword, good keyword for this uh, era of the meta. Sad to see him go. Wait, Scientist on Superman? Yep. Yeah, Superman Scientist. Uh, what do you think he does in the Fortress of Solitude? Is there in Masturbates? No, he makes Superman robots. That's right. I know if I was Superman. He develops so cures for random diseases. Shit. He creates technology like... So he's like, Reed Richards, but not a dick. Phantom Zone? No, he's not smart Reed Richards. No, come on. Reed Richards is pretty I'll do this one, and then it'll be my last one, because I know I've done a lot in a row. But I really... I This is one of my favorite pieces I ever. I love her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chaos War 030 Wasp. I played this piece a whole lot, and I, she has never, ever let me down. Uh, I have maybe lost only a couple rounds out of probably like 30 with her. She's, I beat her. She's that good. She also won uh, yeah. this along with the next piece and Scarlet Witch was the winning team in 2012. Uh, and this is Chaos War Wasp. She is tiny size. She has running shot and flight, but she has a special attack power which is what makes her worth her uh, points by far. This attack power coupled with having two bolts in six range. 
She can use end cap. If she uses it and hits, deal the target one penetrating damage after action drees off. So you're hitting two people, each for end cap and each for one penetrating damage. She can be carried because she's tiny. She has super senses and tiny size, which help her defensively. She's a great piece, particularly when coupled with the next piece, which uh, I'll let Austin talk about. Dear God, Morgan Le Fay. Morgan Le Fay. Is a bitch. <laughs> so, when we first started playing back in the day, and you guys had all that Chaos War stuff, there was one person that when they sat down across from me at the table, or when that figure was sat across from me at the table... I knew I was in for pain, and that was Morgan Le Fay. And Hawkeye. But and Hawkeye. Well, usually you played the two together. This is the other piece that... Or Aven- you'd pair her up with Avengers Prime, which was particularly annoying. So, Morgan Le Fay's 122 points, minions of Doom 7 range. No combat symbols set the flight. Um, she has phasing teleport, 12 movement, 10 attack, pin size, special defense power 17, and 4 damage shape change. Cool, that's nice. Um, her trait... She has traded perplex, but only to target a character with Avengers keyword. When she does, she may use it normally or modify any value except damage plus two or minus two. Oh, that's pretty cool. What does that wasp need that gives people tokens and deals and pin? She could use a plus two attack, couldn't she? Oh yeah, that's what he did. Oh yeah, he take that. Um, he hit freaking two people for end cap and then purple and then uh, prob control them down. And then he had Gauntlet on Morgan Le Fay. But, uh, Hunter, what if you else, go second and you, they're up on you, that's just nuts. What else is on that trait that's a little good? She can be played on Avengers theme teams, and they can still be considered theme teams. Yeah. So she herself doesn't count towards it, but she will at least not be part of or she won't stop you from having That wild card, that partners up uh, pretty well with a very key piece that we talked about at the start of the show that has Avengers keyword. Yeah. And that's the Mystics from Scarlet Witch. Yep. So, um, kudos to uh, who was it that one with that team? Uh, damn it. I'm going to brain fart. Alex. Kudos to Alex for that team. That was a very good team. Well thought out team. Morgan Le Fay, Wasp, and Scarlet Witch with Gauntlet. But Hunter, for all of this, she has such a terrible negative trait, though. What's that? If an opposing character hits her and rolls for blades, add one to that roll. Oh. How is she playable with a trait that horrible, Hunter? Good luck getting in on me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> with my 12-phasing yeah. shape change and my special defense power. And minions are doomed to take whatever you hey, uh, Amazing defense power. Yeah, I mentioned that uh, defense power there. Uh, she can use toughness. At the beginning of your turn, choose combat reflexes or energy shield. She can use that power until your next turn. Which, if you've played against that cap, who has that? And she has it for four clicks, too. Yeah. And then what does she go on to second click that I would love to push her on to? Poison, prob, and my control. Prob control. So she's got a plus two perplex, a prob control, and a mind control as well, which back in the day wasn't even as good as it is now. Yeah. yeah. So she is a very, very good. But she is out of here. Next up, another man who did very well in the meta. Yeah. Oh, I love this piece. Eradicator. Uh, goes hand in hand with uh, 150 point Superman. But um, Eradicator was a great gauntlet target. I think he was in the top, at least the top eight of 2012. Um, uh, Gen Con. He has a good trait, which is why I said he partners great with Superman. If a friendly character named Superman is being KO'd this game, Eradicator gets plus one combat values. Oh, I'll throw the gauntlet on him. By this point in the game, he'll now be plus three combat values. That's exactly what I saw happen in the match that I saw from Gen Con that year. Kudos to that guy. Uh, He has Running Shot, Psychic Blast, 
Superman ally team ability, which helps you with that running shot psychic blast. Which, there weren't that many, like, to be fair, Superman allies that had pin's eye in modern at that time, either. No, not even the Superman very rarely got psychic I don't blast. Even, actually, I would even want to say, really, right now there aren't. But the key thing that I love about this man is he has super senses and shape change together. My favorite power combination. Yeah. And then he has toughness on top of that. So, uh, the only thing that was holding him back was willpower, but you gave him the gauntlet, and then you got willpower You made that. the right decision. So... Hypersonic mid-dial, steel energy, and exploit weakness mid-dial as well, and then some late dial um, uh, region. But you just keep him at range. You let him do his thing. See through stealth, psychic blast. He's a great piece, especially with the gauntlet. One of the best early gauntlet choices. I know Drew wants to talk about the next man. (laughs) Movie Hulk. This guy's... What? Why would you make this piece is my first question. This guy is the best Hulk they've ever printed. He might be for a long time. I have to agree with that. Um, he probably will go down as the best Hulk ever. It, it, he's just a house. This guy. I don't even think house describes him. He's a brick house. What pe- what other piece for like two hundred fifty five points do you know that has a twelve attack and at least four, four damage the entire? It, he his dial's so predictable. You either have charge. You either. You either have you always have charge, but sometimes yeah. you have a special charge. You have a special charge where you can be given a double power action to use charge, but you don't have your speed value. Which back then, you know, these days, and I'll get into this later, is not as nuts as it used to be. I for one love a Hulk that has eleven clicks is giant running ten <laughs> squares across the map to fuck me in the ass. And the first click <laughs> six clicks have impervious. He has impervious for six Clicks. Oh gee, if only there were some Avengers medic that's broken as shit. We're only we 30, all hate so much. We're only thirty-three points that fit on a three hundred point team with this guy. Oh darn! With fifteen points to spare for whatever. And what, for a gamma bomb? Why the, the fuck not? For the secret Avengers ATA, which he desperately needs, so oh, he sure. doesn't get outwitted. What's even dumber is that. That's, so let's say you hit him, you got four damage, you're coming at him, you're like, hit this guy, he's going to go down. You just hit him onto six damage. That's if he misses impervious, too. Yeah. Um, what's key for him, he is a giant, which kind of hinders him, but what's key for him is that, that double power action, full move charge, because then he rushes in and gets in your face and keeps you yeah. from shooting him. And it takes even longer to take them down. A lot of people do forget too that being a giant does mean you have two, you have giant reach. So I mean, you can yeah. send two squares out. So effectively, he has a twelve, a thirteen square reach, which is ridiculous. He's great. Oh hi, Morgan Lafay. You want to give him a freaking fifteen range reach? Austin, you want to talk about the next one? Uh, I t- almost forgot this guy. And then I, I was like, oh. I was gonna add him to my list, but I didn't know how much he still saw play. Well, nowadays, not at all, but back in the day, him and Uatu were very key to the meta. Okay, and here we very, go, ladies and gentlemen, key. the unspoken, Chaos War 046. This guy's so um, He's 236 points, um, 9 movement charge, 11, 11 attack, super strength, 18 defense imperv, and uh, 5 damage special damage power. He has power cosmic, and his combat symbols are normal otherwise, and no range. Um, but what you play him for is that damage power. Slave Engine Degeneration. Opposing character within three squares possess Battle Fury and can't be given power actions. Oh, hey, uh, Hawkeye. I know you like that sharpshooter and those ranged attacks a lot, but uh, 
Yeah, you got Battle Fury, yeah. and you can't be given power actions. Yeah, cut so. that shit out. Cut yeah. that shit out. <laughs> Damn it, Hawkeye, you're down. Um, no, he's I'm also got a trait where if he occupies a square on the lowest elevation of the map, he can use leadership and stealth. So what used to be key with this cat is you're running with 50 point Uatu. Is 50 point Uatu on this list? Who? No, he he was close. Well, without Unspoken, he he doesn't make the list. You know what I mean? I didn't know if he was ever played on other teams. Though. No, he, he never, ever. Because I remember him on Unspoken. But, but uh, I played him on uh, that one, that, that Infinity Gauntlet team just because it was comic accurate, but... Unspoken and Uatu, best butts for life. Uh, Uatu best can, butts for life. Uatu can start outside <laughs> of the starting area. So you put you put Unspoken in your starting area, you, you start Uatu outside of it, right beside him. And then you use Uatu's uh, 12 phasing, carry him up. Uatu is oh, giant yeah. size, so yeah. now you just got an extra two squares. Put Unspoken in the front, oh, guess what? All your guys are already within three squares of me. You all have Battle Fury and you can't be given power actions. Meanwhile, I can charge in, hit you with an 11 attack, super strength, 5 damage, and you can't do jack shit about There are a few characters in this game that if they had flying would be catastrophically worse. He's easily one of them. So I'll say that it's very key, though, to play him and to get the most out of him. You have to be very good with positioning. You have to know where to put him once he does go into attack and which pieces to go after, which pieces are going to rely on power actions to get to you, to charge in, to get to you. But he's just a great... He's another piece that I think that... he He's a lockdown piece. I think lockdown has enough new stuff to survive, to still be a good strategy. But he, at the time, he and Uatu were the lockdown team. They were the team. I will say... Uh, they were the anti... They were the hopeful um, stoppage of Sentry Void and team bases when they first came out. They were key. Inhumans playing him was one of the most fun things like because i mean he gives you the opportunity to open up an opponent like because he slows down play so much that you get the positioning you need on other pieces in larger games punky drewster hi you want to talk about the very last man on our list when i first saw this piece i didn't I think he it. existed <laughs> century okay, avoid he won't hurt you anymore century yeah because he's gone um, Century and Void was ridiculous. If it weren't for Gauntlet, yeah, uh, all that Gen Con would have been in 2012 was all Century and Void. Pretty <laughs> yeah. really would have. So he was the Ghost Rider of our day. Yeah, 300 points, 11 range, <laughs> power cosmic. He can use multi attack. Jesus. He has hypersonic speed, penetrating psychic blast. <laughs> and this was before multi-attack. Yeah. Was, this multi-attack was way better before it got nerfed This is recently. part of why it was nerfed, I'd yeah, say. It yeah. was part of... Well, yeah, Sentry Void was one of the main reasons multi-attack got nerfed. Yep. Master Mold got collateral damage. He could hypersonic you with a 10 movement, 11 range, twice in the same turn. So what people would do with him is they'd hypersonic, 10 squares out, punch you, and then hypersonic again to punch you and run back. So they would just keep doing this all game, and you're just like, I don't even want to play this game. And then anymore. if you move within their 11 range, they'll just psychic blast you, then hypersonic, then hypersonic, move up a little bit, shoot you, and run farther away. <laughs> it's so sad. so nuts. And the thing was, he had a really good revert too with his uh, with the other one, other choices. Wait, once you get good with him and you learn the clicks on Void. When he gets down to his bottom dials, like, a, by the way, this motherfucker has 10 clicks, power cost yeah. uh, and impervious for a lot of his dial, but once, good luck, you, good luck once he gets down to, like, he loses his hypersonic on click 7, 8, 9, 10, 
if you use this trait and you replace him with uh, Void at the right times, you can he use Void's power to heal and keep swapping back and forth between Void and And not to mention, Void. if you don't even decide to knock him down, if you get up on this guy, you have the potential to be double Pulse Wave for four damage. That's ridiculous. Yep. yep. I love him. Uh, he's very... He's... He he's not as um, usable these days, even without him yeah, retiring. But he's still because nuts. of um, the multi attack nerf. Because he costs, yeah. He, because of resources, also. Yeah. The fact that resources make your whole team capable of getting a little damage in on him, he's not quite as good. Yeah. But he still is. He has to make this list. He was okay. a very key meta. A player who played keep away with him was unstoppable. You literally could not get up to him. Then a couple honorable mentions was uh, Dead Man. Um, Shade, those two were very key from Just League 52. Magog from the main set of Superman was very good. He could charge in, hit you. Then if he did, he gets another free action. So with uh, combos, with vehicles, there are a lot of cool tricks I had with him and vehicles I thought about doing for Modern last year. Um, and then Fast Force's Supergirl was also a very oh, good yeah. piece at 100 points. And then the last one, Lucy Lane, who is also from Superman. Just a good... She saw play in... Uh... She saw some meta play back in 2012. Um, yeah. Mystical keyword. Very good top dial for 75 points. Similar to the Superman, except cheaper. And uh, you, you had to keep her top dial, but it was a great top dial. So those are some honorable mentions. If you don't have those pieces, most of these... Uh, are going to drop like rocks in price now. That's true. They will drop a little bit, but uh, not all of them are expensive. Donna, oh, yeah. Donna Blake and Sharon are very cheap. Um, Centroid's pretty cheap. No. Centroid. <laughs> hey, if you want a Centroid, I'm selling one right now for 40 bucks. It's a steal. <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a uh, honorable mention. What's that? Just Sleep 52 Green Arrow. Oh yeah, I you know I almost I almost put them on the list, I but this yeah. was such a packed list. I yeah. didn't. There were or, lot... or as we like to call him in the biz, the poor man's Hawkeye. That's right. He's he's so good. He's the, the real man's Hawkeye. The real man's Hawkeye. He's just so he's oh he's so sexy. He's like uh, sexy and suave. Like you know what? Like just, since you know we didn't. We kind of picked a Silver Age corner, but since he's going to Silver Age, I'm going to give this guy a shout-out. Go right ahead. You can save your old one. He he doesn't get a lot. Let's move into Drew's Silver Age valuable, valuable corner of value. With that, Oliver Queen. So, for 95 points, you get the worst team ability in the game. But! <laughs> nah. Brotherhood of Mutants. Nah. Uh, Injustice League. Injustice League. Oh, <laughs> is it Justice League the attacking Brotherhood of Mutants? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry, that's the one I'm Okay, you get one <laughs> yeah. of the worst capabilities of the game, but for 95 points, you get a monster. You get a murderer. You get a demon. He starts off with 7 range, triple bolt, 11 attack energy explosion, running shot, willpower, range combat expert if you're an idiot. You had me <laughs> at running shot, energy explosion, sharpshooter, 11 attack, triple bolt. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> He's so good. He has a range combat expert on top of that. Yep. You know oh. what though? You know, you know that's damn good for ninety five. Yeah. But don't even come at me unless you have an amazing trait, Drew. I don't even want to hear it. I know, right? He modifies his attack value by plus two when targeting single character within five squares of with a range combat attack. Oh, what's oh. that? He's picking at you seven squares away and annoying the shit out of you. Oh, did he get up a little closer? Oh, he's gonna guarantee to hit you now. This is also one of the. Few figures I know that gets really better with like time. Give he gets a, he rolls onto a, a special damage ability. 
Give him a ranged combat action targeting a single character. After that resolves, he may make a safe and ranged combat attack as a free action targeting one other character. My favorite game ever was me and Aaron were playing. I was playing this green arrow. I was playing Red King. And I literally couldn't hurt him. unless He kept perplexing down my damage, and I couldn't hurt him unless I crit. And I hit that bottom thing with the with the uh, shooting Great. twice, and I double crit him, and I wore him down and killed him by critting him. They also uh, remember that time I was playing. Hey, Drew, shut up! We're not talking about this. You remember that time I was shut up, playing stop. Green Arrow? I remember that. Do you remember that time? I remember that time. Do you remember that time? I remember that time. I was playing Green Arrow, and uh, I crit, hit, energy explosion, nine of Austin's guys for like fucking four damage each and killed all his Tony Starks in one shot. It's so great. I did like 26 damage in one attack. I don't understand. This guy's gonna be like, pick it. if you don't have one... Get one. If you if you play Justice League at all, you gotta have yeah, one. Yeah, he's so good. I love him. This sculpt's it's, beautiful too. It's the best green arrow you're, you got bullet holes behind. You got. He's better. You might get a better one in Flash, but we'll see. There better be one in Flash because now we have no modern. There better not be a better one in Flash. It's ninety five points of monster. Yeah, but there's so many good Hawkeyes. We deserve another good modern. Yeah, we deserve arrow. more. Green I think arrows. we should just not have a modern Hawkeye for a while, and I'll be perfectly happy. Well, you got mm-hmm. a long while to go. Buddy. Deal with it. Your self Hawkeye is good, but he's expensive. Yeah. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Not sure after your self Hawkeye existed. A quick what we played. Hi. Uh, let's do Fate Five first, and then we'll go okay. to our second. Okay. I wasn't there, but you so uh, Austin and I played event today where you play your five favorite characters. I played Hillboy, Invincible, the uh, Batman from. Anniversary, the one that is yeah. a super rare and is the hit, his comic book cover of his first uh, ever appearance, where he's like swinging and he's, he's holding swinging the guy. Robin. And then I played Nightwing. It's, oh. it's a he's like it's a, a random criminal. He's picking up. Oh, yeah, okay. I have Nightwing from uh, Batman set, the main set, the really good seventy-two point charge flurry monster, and then uh, Batman, Nightwing, Hellboy, Invincible, Punisher. Punisher. And the new Punisher from Deadpool. Okay, so just quick recaps. Um, the Hellboy is not the actual Hellboy. The Hellboy is my custom Hellboy I made that is actually on the dial of Chaos War Fast Forces Thor, which is the most accurate uh, Hellboy oh. dial switch that I could find. Um, I've played him a couple times before. I love him. I love that dial. You have to keep it safe. You have to stay at range, but he has great values, and, and it's a fun dial. This was the first time I played Invincible. And Invincible is extremely old, therefore he's extremely shitty. But I will say that for the old figures of this time, he's one of the better ones. Compared to the piles of shit I'm used to, he's only slightly less shitty. He has a great top dial for only 109 points. He has a great top dial, hypersonic, super strength, and invulnerability. Unfortunately, he has no willpower, but he then after that he gets charged super strength. He picks up some mid-dial close combat expert. After that, he's very poor classic old <laughs> I'd just values. like to inform you of my disappointment you chose him over Alan um I like Invincible better than Alan though I and that's supposed to be our five character Alan is so much I fun. do love Alan Alan's so uh, much Alan's dial doesn't look as fun to play either though what's the Guardians of the Globe to you so yeah that's what I was going to say Guardians of the Globe have a really fun team building so basically when you hit with an attack and you roll doubles instead of knocking back you give action tokens as well so you oh, deal nice. damage and you give action tokens so it's a great team ability um, he was pretty good. I, I kept him top dial. I tried to pick up Null's Hammer. Failed both times. 
just ended up keeping him top dial, but that good, that's a good top dial for 109 points. The Batman, who I did not think would be worth a crap, was very good. The thing is, you have to win map with him, though. Uh, he has to have some elevated to use his trait, but he has a great trait. He's 80 points. You made the mistake of searching Batman on hdrealms.com. Good luck. <laughs> he, he's a, uh, 80 points. He is has the movement attack symbol, so he can carry, and that combos well with his trait. He can use Leap Climb. Once per turn, if he has no action tokens, he can be given a move action via Leap Climb. As a free action, if he ends the movement adjacent to a red boundary line. So as long as you stay next to a red boundary line, he can carry somebody for free, or he can move up. So basically get a seven square charge if you wanted to just do an attack. Um, what I was using him for is to carry... Uh, I'd carry Punisher up on a rooftop for free, and then I power action moving him back, moving back, and then clear, and then I'd move Hellboy up on a rooftop. And if somebody's in trouble, he'd move in for free, pick him up, carry him out of trouble. It, he was a really good kind of. I'd use him for support. He also has Smoke Cloud, which I used in the first game to really help me protect my guys. And then he has Perplex. He has mid dial. Um, sadly, I got hit past it both times I played him, but he has a great mid dial with Charge Blades and Exploit. Blades. Yep, and then uh, batterings. Batterings. <laughs> his blades and stuff on his belts and stuff. He's got stuff. He's got a knife in his belt. And then he sure has uh, two click. His last two clicks are smoke cloud and willpower, and he can use the ranged attacks as if he had a range of eight. On the note of searching Batman on HC Realms, I do want to bring up the fact that if the Flash set doesn't have a Batman in it, not only will we have had the first DC set without a Batman in it, being the previous set with Slosh. That means we will have had two sets in a row with no Batman. And it will never happen again. Yeah. Uh, there will be a Batman in, in Flash. There's after, no way there won't be a Batman in Flash. What? I, I'm just saying, there's no way they'll do yeah, Flash. They'll do two, there's no way they'll do two sets in a row without Batman. You know what I'm hoping they'll do is Flash on the chases, is redo some of the old duos from Bro, Brave and the Bull. Yeah, there you like go. Like Flash and Green Arrow and Green Arrow and Batman, like that Green kind Arrow of and Batman and Superman and Flash. But I was very happy with this guy. I, I was impressed. If you play him well, if you can hit map, you'd have to play him on a theme team because you have to hit map. But he was very good. And then that Nightwing is amazing. I also brought the really old Batman and Robin duo that was one of yeah. the first duos ever created. Um, I've had them for a while, never played them. They're from Justice League. Their dial's not that impressive. That's really But long. it's just really, the sculpt is really cool. I really wanted to play it. So in the second game, I made a, I made a, uh, conscious, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to merge and play the duo this game. So mid dial after Nightwing took a hit, I used my free movement, moved up Batman, split in or merged into Batman and Robin. They have Smoke Cloud a lot, Outwit uh, for a big chunk of their dial. They have nine clicks of health, and then they have um, just a good solid overall dial with typical Batman powers like Smoke Cloud, End Cap, Charge, Reflexes, stuff like that. I really like that dial. But it's a it's a solid dial for 138 points. It's a fun piece. I really love the sculpt. Um, then who was my last piece? Punisher. Jesus Christ. The new Punisher. I'm so happy with Punisher. I mean, all the pieces that I was really wanting in Deadpool. At least someone's happy they, with their piece out of Deadpool. They are great. They are fantastic. The Punisher is great. The Electra is great. The Daredevils are great. I'm so happy. The Sabretooth's like, look, <laughs> what did you do to me? <laughs> it's right. okay, Drew. That Punisher, okay. we'll see. He'll he'll be one of those pieces that I play all the time. And right? I don't even got a John Constantine anymore. This is just the worst. 
Uh, Austin, what was your team? Um, I decided to go with a, an Illuminati team because I've talked about it in the past. I've played basically the same set of four figures before, um, <laughs> but Black Panther. I've been really wanting to play that new Black Panther. Um, I was really liking the both the sculpt and the dial and everything, and I wanted a good chance to play him. So I played uh, GSX Xavier, um, the one that can see through other people and shoot. Um, I played... X-Men Namor from the Galactic Guardian set, not the Defenders one. Um, 75 point Iron Man. And, uh... God, who am I forgetting? Oh, uh, Reed Richards, the double perps from Secret Invasion. Uh, SI-101, one of my favorite oh, yeah. pieces. Um, and I played that with uh, Black Panther from AVX. Um, that was my team, was five figures. Um, I would basically use the Iron Man and Black Panther... I couldn't draw lines of fire through Iron Man because Iron Man doesn't. Since it's movie set Iron Man, he can't. Sh- he doesn't share a keyword. I was gonna say you should have. This would have been a perfect opportunity to use the thing I created with the dugout, where you can a week in advance propose a keyword. I wanted we, to, but I was like, it's a fun event. I don't really. Care. Yeah, but we would have definitely approved Iron Man for Illuminati because that's true. That's all the requirements. You have a team that only needs him to have it to meet it. He definitely deserves it. I think I actually did that once before, though, because I, I got Doctor Strange and Iron Man through mm-hmm. for uh, well, there's the a, last time I played There's a thread on there that has all of ours saved. They okay. stay on there for good. But uh, basically what I did was uh, I used Black Panther to draw the lines of fire with Xavier because Black Panther had stealth, so I'd move him up and use objects because I played on a map that was pretty hindering low. Um, would move him up and keep drawing lines of fire. And Namor... Namor was great, teamed up with Black Panther, because Black Panther has Empower, and Namor's got already four damage on top dial for a 100-point figure, which is ridiculous. Um, so all of a sudden, he's five damage and just swinging out for high damage. Um, and then uh, I would keep uh, Reed Richards back with Xavier to give Xavier a 12 attack, and I'm just shooting through or mind-controlling through constantly. It was a great team. It was really fun to play. Um... My last game, it came down to Xavier and Mr. Fantastic being the last two left. And it was fun because I kept Mr. Fantastic within range of Xavier to perp him, so six range. But that effectively gave Xavier a 14 range. So I was having a lot of fun with that. Um, That Xavier, if you've never played him before, um, he's definitely one of the more fun pieces I've played. Your opponents never know what, like, they really don't know what to expect. One of the best pieces of all time. Oh, yeah. He'll, no. he'll go down as one of the best pieces of yeah, all time. Yeah, he's so much fun. And for his time, you know, if if we would have done this, the previous meta rotation, he would have been included. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. The key meta piece of that era, he would, of that two-year era, he would have been. Uh, was Secret Invasion part of that era? Yeah. So it would have been counted both that. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, this Mr. Fantastic saw a lot of play back in the day. SI-101 Fantastic? He was a B. Also, again, because Scientist was one of the key key keywords. And I will say that 75-point Iron Man, I do want to bring this up for big Iron Man fans. Um, He is by far the cheapest Iron Man in the game besides, like, a random Mutations and Monsters one that's, like, the zombie Iron Man. Um, That's really, really bad. But for 75 points, you're looking at he gets plus one attack and movement if you start him at this dial. So he's a eight, eight or nine movement, but if he charges, it's four plus one, so it's five. Um, ten attack, 17 imperv, four damage with uh, indom and flight for 75 points. Um, of course, if he gets hit, he gets kind of meh. He drops on him to steal energy second click, which, okay, I can just heal back to first click and invul. 
And then he, he drops down on two moving attack ability with 10s and 11s. Um, three and four damage with perplex. I mean, like, for you are not 75 points for four clicks of this is awesome. 10s and 11s plus the plus one attack. So oh, yeah, I when he moves yeah. and attacks, he's hitting for. for so well, his last click, he can hypersonic eight, nine squares with a 10 attack for four damage. I mean, like. For 75 points. With an eight range. In Indom. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, like, I love this Iron Man. I've played him a lot. A lot of people don't seem to realize he exists. Because when you look at him, you're like, you look at the top dial. You don't realize that 75 points what you get out of him. And, I mean, like, as I said, there's it's really hard to find an Iron Man under 125 points. So he was perfect filler for my team. Um, I was really happy with Black Panther. Um, Black Panther having a wild card I could take. Uh, X-Main team ability I was able to take. Uh, Fantastic Four at one point if I needed to. Initiative. Uh, yeah. Initiative. Uh, no, not initiative. No, sorry. Initiative. That's the only thing that sucks about him. Yeah, sorry. And he doesn't have running shot, he's got charge, but... Um, but otherwise, that Black Panther was really fun. Um, he's got blades, he's got a, a really good empower leadership combo. Oh, he's got outwit, and I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I knew I noticed he had leadership and power, I didn't realize he had outwit, too. Sky Drew. Shut up. I'm horrible. horrible at this hero clicks game. I'm terrible at this hero clicks game. I don't know why you would play anymore. What are you talking about? You don't play anymore. <laughs> Alright, so, that was uh, what we played today. We did not play Sealed this week. Oh, wait! We had a special field correspondent. Hi. Let's go to Andrew Alderson in the field. The reporter on site, Andrew Alderson, played in two War of the Light Sealed events this week. I did play in two. And Winning he's a champion one of now. I did win one of them. So tell us, Drew, you, you expert you. Okay. What are we looking at with War of the Light Sealed? What can we expect? What, what did you see? Who are the heavy hitters? There's a clusterfuck. Um, okay, so I played in two different point values. The first one, it was 300 points. I played Ganthet. Best. I played uh, the Blue Lantern Recruit. And I played Sister Cersei. Ooh, good team. I got, uh, I think it was like 6th or 7th place with this. Um, and there was 27 people there. So, pretty good run. Good placement, good placement. We're proud of you, Drew. Um... Any thanks for any uh, any key figures you loved or hated in that on that team? Uh, no, they're all really good. Blue Lantern Recruit is absolutely bonkers. Holy crap! Fifty points yes. for TK and Enhancement. TK Enhancement perplex. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I remember talking about him. Oh, yeah. he's fucking dumb. This and then is you the... can push him on the prom. <laughs> yes, this but he loses perplex. Still, still. <laughs> Holy crap! This guy is. The best recruit. No doubt. Um, Ganthet's really good. I like him. Uh, He was the best at what I pulled. Uh, He's 175. He can use in cap, and when he does, uh, after action resolve, hit characters or dealt disappointing damage value. So. Four. Four. And until your next turn, each hit character increases its defense value by the number of action tokens. Okay. Which is fine. Um, but then he also has perplex, but to only increase combat values. When he does, he may increase the same combat value on all on all friendly characters within his line of fire, range of line of fire. Cool. So he's and you know that blue lantern recruit would help his uh, lack of movement attack yes. too. Yes, position him easier. TKM nice. and Sister Cersei is also pretty good. She uh, has prop top click. She can use perplex. Uh, she has TK. <laughs> she. Uh, uh, I see some. Uh, I foresee some TK yo-yo uh, tricks with these two and Gantt. It was really fun. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. Uh, nice. Like 
This team was nuts. I, I did really well. I lost to Despotelis, who I'd like to talk about Despotelis. I, so awesome. I have heard he's a monster. He's stupid. Um, he's 99. Uh, okay, so Despotelis... New Ant-Man. New Ant-Man. Can we say Better Ant-Man. Let's go ahead and say that. Better Ant-Man. Way better Ant-Man. Despotelis does not require opponents to break away. And uh, does does not require opponents to break away. Does not block line of fire. And cannot have its combat values increased. But he has two special abilities. Movement and attack. When an adjacent opposing character is moved or placed, you can place Despotelis adjacent to that character after action is resolved. When an adjacent opposing character is KO'd, you may place... Despotelis adjacent to another opposing character after action is resolved. But what you play him for is his stupid attack ability. He can use poison. When he does, he may use it normally, or instead deal each adjacent character penetrating damage equal to the number of action tokens on that character. Whoa. And it can't be outwitted. It can't be countered. Jeez. So. For 30 points. Yep. (laughs) However. Holy fuck. Against Red Lanterns. He's not as good, but against every other court. He's, he's not going to be in the set with Red Oh, he won't will you, because no. Red Lanterns are next to group. You still he only comes to, with the Parallax. You still have to poison green. him three times. You're still taking the poison from him while you're poisoning yeah. him, though, yeah. He's um, nuts. If we, I was going to say, when I saw him, the first thing that came to mind, if we ever play an event where silver rings are ignored, I'm playing a team of Despotellus. Well, hopefully nobody ever does an event, there's a reason silver rings exist. Yeah. But... <laughs> Okay, so that event was fine. But then, I went to CBU. Alright. And things happened. I opened my packs, and I had a dumb team. This was 500 points. I had two brother, uh... Him? Brother him. Who we talked about before is a good piece. He is a very good piece. He has your standard perplex. He He has prob. He has barrier. He has... Enhancement and adjacent friendly characters modify their range values by plus one. So perplex, enhance, and plus one range and prob. Yep, <laughs> eighty-five points and can carry with fly. Yep. Nice. He's very good. And then can barrier too. Yep. That's awesome because all his all his good stuff is all free, and then you can barrier yep. for your power action yep. with eight range barrier too. Man, yeah. Two I of had, those. Then I had Brother Worth, who is a rare. I love Brother Worth. Brother Worth is pretty damn good. I saw Jake pulled two Brother Worths. In. Jake pulled two his rares in each packs were Brother Worth. It's disappointing, but Brother Worth is good. Well, doesn't he get a really good empower? Yeah. Yeah. He can use a uh, use perplex, but Later only increase does. his combat values. When he does, target character can modify its defense by plus one against close combat attacks, which is pretty good. Uh, and then he can use close combat and power down the line. And then you modify. He's a good. T- he's about as good a tie-up piece as you're going to get with blue lanterns. Yeah. So that's why he's good. But then the piece that caught my eye. The piece there is his own. Because everyone was playing it mostly. <laughs> the weaponer of cord. This guy is the dumbest piece they might have ever printed. So, best sealed piece or best sealed piece? Which best sealed, sealed piece, piece or bested sealed piece? Best sealed piece ever. Bestest sealed piece that'll in history forever. He's got one... He's oh, I don't know. That 0-0-1 Superman was pretty fucking yeah. bad for sealed too. But let me describe... Okay, so this... Keep my, my sealed pool. I have three perplexes. I have three probs. I have barrier. I have... Enhancement. Enhancement. I have plus two range without even perplexing. 
I have plus two damage without even perplexing. I am going to hit you so hard you're going to shit your pants. <laughs> well, Let me describe to you. I have running shot that I don't have to have. What? Yes. Read oh, you don't have to have. Ten square charge or running shot with eight range already. For some reason I kept hearing it was running shot you don't have to have. And I was like, how does 12 that attack. Work? 12 attack. At the beginning. Five damage exploit if they, for some reason, get to you, which they're not because you're stupidly... Pick an attack power. Pick an... You can get any attack power. What? I want to poison people. That would be great. Yeah, pick poison, dumb <laughs> Just, like... It was a joke, Drew. Why are you being so mad? I'm not being mad at you. I'm just... Please. He's excited. I'm excited. I, I, you should have seen him. He's when so he excited first, right now. After he's done winning that chat, he was. I've never seen Drew that happy. In my I life. can't. Okay, so let me describe to you my first game, and it's not very long, so don't worry about it. But uh, beginning of turn, I chose penetrating psychic blast. I moved my supports up. I perplexed, damage once, uh, attack once and then like range once I moved up I've never I've you've never seen a piece and you've had you know those you have your perplexes for a reason right most of them didn't even matter with this guy because I had enhancement yeah you're already one shot and everything so I run up and I hit uh I think it was um I think it was I think it was parallax Hal Jordan I hit Parallax Hal Jordan for eight. <laughs> Penetrating. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Last click. Last click. I was nine clicks he, for he 250 was, points. He was playing Parallax Hal Jordan and <laughs> Unlucky bastard the Weapon of Cord. So then my next turn, I swing at the... He misses his attack. I swing at Weapon of Cord for eight penetrating damage. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh no, he's on his stop click with regen. He misses his regen roll. The game's over. Nice. Second game, I played against. I played against. Um, this was kind of actually kind of a, a trouble. I played against Red Lantern Superboy Prime and Green Lantern Hal Jordan Parallax. So. I went to Par- Hal Jordan Parallax first because I dropped him like a ton of bricks the previous game. So I dealt 8 penetrating damage to Hal Jordan Parallax. And then I only dealt 4 penetrating damage to Superboy Prime. Because he has Invincible. Yeah. But I got him off of Invincible and then is that. My third game I forgot to announce penetrating Psychic Blast and got really mad. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, I got really mad because I messed up and forgot to. And I wasn't mad at the other player, I was mad at myself. But, luckily, Brother Him, I had three perplexes, and Brother Him is a good range piece. So, like, like he gets he gets RCE later, so I had to hit a ton of rolls, and I hit him. And I, I won the game, and I won the tournament. So, Brother Cord seems to be a bomb. Um, Karu Seal, from what I hear, is really good for sealed. Karu Seal is... That's the chick that comes with the pack. Yep, I, she's pretty good. Did you see good. Brother Cord? 
Brother, you mean no brother. weapon or cord? Okay, weapon. you said brother. You said brother uh, cord. Yeah, sorry, I thought he was players. on my team. Sorry, he's playing all brothers. I have all it was brothers. just so funny because I'm sitting there picturing him in robes. And it he has fit. three brothers and then he has cord. I, I have three so, brothers. Sorry, weapon. Brother or, cord is the new meta team. <laughs> weapon or cord seems to be really good. Ganthet's really good. Someone who's not listed on here is is pretty good. Uh, Somebody was saying one of the constructs was extremely good. Well, for one, the the brother him got or that blue. Blue yeah, lantern one, a lot of people. Blue one. Maybe it was good. the orange lantern construct. It was either Sinestro or orange, but I think the blue one is really good. Blue one's yeah, I think the blue one's re- legit. Blue lantern recruit is like amazing. Yeah. Um, My dream pulls, if we ever do another five hundred point event like that, is to pull two weaponers. Of okay, so at three hundred <laughs> points, at three hundred points, the weaponer of cord is not that great, and I'll tell you why. He's beatable. The only thing, okay. So look at his dial. Look at his dial. You're not gonna play him. You have to hit him off of moving attack. Yeah, but he has a lower point value. So in 300 points, I would play him at top. You know, click with a blue lantern recruit and probably just wreck That's what I was, That's what I was, I was gonna say. With 211 points, um, there are some with the recruits and everything. If you pulled two good recruits, recruits and a weapon record. Damn, that's a really good 135 point, too. Yeah, but the biggest problem he has is lack of movement attack. Oh, he's just sidestep. And if they have a weapon or cord at top health, you're going to get smashed. Yeah, but But if you have TK off of your... He's the dumbest. This is an amazing dial for 135. He's stupid, dude. He's like... It's a good piece, man. I put him up there with Superman 001 as best sealed pieces How many points is the blue recruit? 50. 50. Aw. I was going to say 235 points. Dude, like... <laughs> oh, weaponer of Cord, the Recruit, and a Resource. There you go. Good game. <laughs> or hell, if you get super lucky with a chase and pull one that gives them running shot. Oh, right. So good shit. And we'll be talking about uh, War of the Light Sealed. In the next six months. In the next two... On the next full episode. So not next week. You got another... Go. Brother recording and be in the next... Set. Wave two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick comic section is I just wanted to mention uh, two new books that have started recently and I've read and really enjoyed uh, Secret Origins is something that DC is doing now they basically each book uh, has two char- two or three new DC new 52 characters and it kind of tells their you know unique origin stories if you haven't read much new 52 yet or you want to learn about some of the characters because with new 52 a lot of their origin stories changed or some of their origin stories changed. So if you want, if you're interested in that, I do suggest it. Um, they've done, they're hitting the big ones right now. You know, Batman, Superman, and and all those. I actually really enjoyed the Superman one. I don't usually enjoy Superman stories. So um, each issue is going to come with two or three, I think, three characters and their unique origins. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then a new series called Trees came out. I want to look up who the creative team is on this. It's about trees, I'm assuming? Um, no, it's... it's <laughs> you might want to search something other than trees on Google. Trees by Image Comics. It, it's only been one issue. Warren Ellis, that's who writes Warren it. Warren Ellis. Um, who's very hit or miss, but I think this is going to be a, a good book. There's only one issue right now, but it's by Warren Ellis and Jason Howard. What's the premise? Um... Well, you don't get a lot of details yet, but it's. I'll say it is. Uh, the art is exceptional. I just want to throw that out. It there does look very good. Um, it's based a little bit in the future. Um, there, uh, without spoiling anything, it's it's a few years in the future, not too far. It takes place on Earth, kind of similar to modern day Earth, except um, 
there's some kind of alien type thing that is affecting things, and that's where the name trees comes from. It actually comes from these giant pillars that come from. I mean, if you look up in the sky, you I can't don't see the top of them. You, do, you don't know what it's connected to. It's just a giant oh, metal okay. tower, and they like leak stuff on the ground. But apparently, at the time of the first issue, this has been going on for like thirty some years. Like people are accustomed to it, but they're still scared of it. Um, it's created. It's starting to create like a police state kind of where like it's almost everybody for themselves type thing. It's really interesting though. I Gotham think City. It's, it's, a, it's a book to no. I mean I like a. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it, it it's a book to keep an eye on. I think if it stays, it, the first issue was very good. First issues are very key. So um, I'll keep an eye on that. I'll be reading it. I'm excited to monthly, I'm to see more. I think it's monthly. Uh, we expect to have six issues in the can by the end of May. Yeah. So there at least there's at least going to be six issues, and then if that sells well enough, they'll do more. But uh, they'll get approved for more. But so far, if you if you're looking for a, a good news series, or if you like Warren Ellis' stuff, I do suggest Trees. It's pretty good so far. Issue number one. I was going to ask, uh, have you been keeping up with East of West? Yeah. Because I'm not completely caught up on it. How's it been? Well, what I would say for that series, since it's so there's so many things going on, it's Just so complicated. Wait for the Either that, I'm just saying, read a bunch at a time. Yeah. That'd be a good one to wait. Because the thing is, by the time the next month rolls around, I read it. I'm like, there's so I much stuff going on. I forget everything. Yeah. It's been a lot of big stuff going down though. Um, and then Invincible was nuts. This oh week. my god, you guys! For those of you who are do read Invincible, maybe are behind a few weeks, you have to catch up on Invincible. Big shit is going down. Understatement. That's every issue in that series. No, I, even more. No, no, no. This, this is like Viltrumite War level shit going down. This is this, big. And you don't see it. None, nothing no. that happens in this issue. There's, there's no, no... You would never ever see there's it. There's no foreshadowing. There's no... It just happens. It's just like, boom. Ding it's dong. Like a, it's like a game... Dang no. Dang dong. It is an episode nine of Game of Thrones for Invincible. Um, community. The question this week was, what are the War of the Light bombs that you've seen for Sealed so far? Um, everybody said weapon, of course. <laughs> I did see some Despotellus on there. I saw, um, oh, let me pull it up real quick. I, I know I saw Despotellus. I saw um, another one that kind of surprised me, but I did see two people say it, I think. Let me pull it up here. We'll see you guys' responses. It's going to be ridiculous how expensive this set's going to uh, be. Blue Lantern Recruit. We talked about that. He's stupid. And there was one other figure that a couple people said. Me. Uh, da, 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 da. Any of the recruits, a lot of people like the recruits. First Lantern, I saw him on a couple yeah, teams. Yeah, First Lantern's so cool. First Swamp Lantern Green. is a super rare, though, so. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, like oh, uh, White Lantern, Kyle Rayner. Two people said Yeah, that one's. I haven't looked at his dial yet, but people seem to like him. So, those are your answers. Everybody said Weapon Record is. He's nuts, man. He's a bomb. Uh, dial design. Uh, I forgot to pull it up. Uh, we had week one. This month's theme is sets that are upcoming. Um, the first week we did Guardians of the Galaxy, so I gave out a big list of keywords that people could choose from, all cosmic-related. You had to make a Marvel character that fit one of those keywords. Can I put on my tinfoil and ask if we're doing this so Wiz kids can steal ideas? Huh? They, they got- legitimately <laughs> did steal TJ's pyro, though. They got plenty of time to steal from us if they would like. Uh... So we had a three-way, three-man tie with our three pretty much top dial designers, the guys who have won the most in the past. Swagnito, Venom, 
uh, and Batarang all got 36s. <laughs> so we will right now live go to random.org. We'll put in one through three, and we'll see who gets the feature dial hit this month. And it is number three. It is Batarang. Which is Batarang. So let's find Batarang's dial. He will be the feature dial this week. Which is a nice welcome back for Batarang. Uh, I'm screw you to Swagnito. Batarang <laughs> did Norrin Rad. It was Rad. random. I saw him do it, Swagnito. <laughs> Norrin Rad. Uh, Silver Surfer. We had a lot of Silver Surfers. I, this one was by far my favorite, I though. Agree. He is a Power Cosmic, 8 range, 2 bolts, 151 points. And he has a cool trait. He Each time that Norrin Rad hits an opposing character with an attack, after the action resolves, place a Conquest token on its card. You may then roll a d6, adding plus one for each conquest token on his card. On a result of ten or higher, so you're going to have to hit at least four people with conquest before you can get this to kick in, place a Galactus bystander token in an adjacent square and ignore this ability for the remainder of the game so you can't get multiple Galactuses out after the first time. And the Galactus is only one click long, but, he's, it's, but it's a damn good click. It's a pretty damn good click. I'm just saying he's weak to red lanterns. It is a 12 range triple bolt, 12 attack, psychic blast, 7 damage colossal. That's all! 14 movement. 14 movement. But, uh, but the fact that Norrin has to hit 4 people bef- and then roll a 6 before he can even get it out makes it balanced. You're, yeah. uh, you're most yeah. likely not going to get it. And if you do that anyway, it's, pro- it's the game's pretty yeah, much over. Yeah, so. Unless you're playing a big points game. Uh, he, col- he has a special movement power called To Me, My Board. Norrin can use energy shield and sidestep. If he has no action tokens, he does not subtract two when he uses uh, move and attack. And then for the dial, he has precision strike and psychic blast. Precision strike is a great power to, to combo with move and attack. Yeah. Um, then he has some running shot mixed in his dial and then force blast pulse wave at the end. I do want to say I prefer silver surfers that have move and attack instead of hypersonic. Either one's fine with me. Cause I, it is yeah, really I don't know why. Fast. I just like him better with move and attack. It's really fast. I like you. So we had a lot of Silver Surfers, but that was my favorite. Like or don't like. And uh, so all three of those no, got like. good scores. Okay. There's it's close race though. Doom PhD is a fifty. We got a lot of thirty four. Uh, or sorry, a thirty five. Uh, Jake is a Sapphire Shadows thirty five. We got a lot of thirty fours. Nita Jeep's thirty five. Dumpstep. We got a lot of thirty five. Shit. So it's a very close race. We love our children equally, is what Hunter's saying. It's a very close race right now. This week's assignment was Flash. Uh, keyword options are Flash Family, Rogues, Central City, Justice League, Police, Guerrilla City, Injustice League, Secret Society, and Authority. So Do it. we will be talking about those next week, or I will be talking about those. Uh, I hope we see a cool Midnighter. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Midnighter's pretty cool. You, you love Midnighter, if you know what I'm saying. I'm going to go ahead and give out Best Build Assignment. It will not be until the last week of June when we play them. But we'll give it out now so that you guys will have two full weeks. There you go. You'll have until June 21st. Oh, God, so many choices, Hunter. And the team build, or the build is uh, Elseworld. So if you're unfamiliar with Best Build, you write down these uh, build requirements, or you can look at the podcast description and find links to them if you'd rather see them written out. But you look at, you take these build requirements, you build a team that you would play for this event. And you write it out, you write the map you would choose, and you write a little bit of advice on what you would do, maybe in your first couple turns, or what characters keep you know with each other and why, or vice versa, stuff like that. Um, and the build for this month is Elseworlds, 
It's a 600-point Silver Age team. And you have to have at least four different universes. Characters from four different... At least four different universes. You can double up. So if you can have two Marvel, two DC, one Mage Knight, one Lord of the Rings. You know, something like that. But you have to have at least four different universes represented on your team. I foresee a lot of soldier teams. (laughs) You don't have to make a theme team. I know, but I'm just saying. But yeah, 600 points Silver Age... Uh, no relics, ATAs, or resources, etc. So basically just the figures. And uh, these are the different universes that uh, will count as your four different universes. DC and Marvel, obviously, are each a different one. Mage Knight. Yeah. Lord of the Rings slash Hobbit. That's all one universe. Yu-Gi-Oh! Street Fighter. Pacific Rim. Kick-Ass. Dota. Oh man, I want to see a good Dota team. Bioshock. There's only five figures. Assassin's Creed are garbage. Halo, very good pieces in there. Gears of War, exceptionally good pieces. Well, Assassin's Creed is one or two figures that are actually good if you play them right. Two out of, like, 16. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Still not. You only had to pick one from a universe. I always keep forgetting that they're there. Nobody ever plays them because they're garbage. I wanted a really extensive set of I know. But those are different resor- uh, universes that you'll have to choose from. I need at least four different universes. But you, as I said, once you get your four, you can double up. So build a team for that. Send it in to our Gmail account, dial H4HeroClicks at gmail.com. Or you can go to the podcast website, dial H4HeroClicks.podbean.com. And you can see the uh, URLs for the Reddit thread. You can submit there. Or you can submit on HC Realms if you visit HC Realms a lot. So, you build that. All three of us will pick different teams from that. We, You guys usually have us like 30 different ones, so we always get no, lots of different It is options. such a hard choice every time we do this. And uh, I'm excited to see what you guys get. I want some Mage Knight teams. I want to play some Mage Knight Yeah, figures. buddy. I love my Mage Knight figures. You too. Huh? All right. Yeah, Drew does too. Um, that is actually going to be it. Quick announcement before we wrap up. Um, as I said, my honeymoon is next Saturday, so we'll be doing another episode with a guest next week. I will be recording on Thursday. I will need a guest at, let's say, um, 8 p.m. Thursday. So, if any of you will be available on 8 p.m. on Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern U.S., uh, it's a good time zone. Send a PM to our Facebook page and follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Both. Um, send me a PM on there or send us a email at dialhforheroclicks at gmail.com and let me know that you are available for that time slot and that you would like to be our next uh, listener guest. That way we can shoot some details and uh, get you guys set up and have one of you guys on for that. So it'll be a, it'll be a short, short episode. And then the next week after that, we'll be back with Austin and Drew, the full crew, and we'll do a main episode focusing on sealed advice for War of the Light. You know what I love about the fact you're going on your honeymoon? Me and Drew get to run the event that week. Yes. I've already (laughs) taken out fire insurance, hurricane insurance, anything that they offered for James's store. There's a, they were handing out oxygen masks and everything today, just prep. The last time I had someone run an event for me, I came back and the whole wall was busted out. That's right. <laughs> but so, those were due to repairs. So, anyway. Repairs or, that were probably needed after who knows what. 
You guys did. I'm just Had saying. An event. <laughs> when we throw events, they're events. That's right, buddy. <laughs> Ain't no party like a Drewster party. Fist bump, Drew. That's right. Ain't no party like a Drewster party. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Because <laughs> the Drewster party don't stop. <laughs>